Well, hello there, and welcome to the Amore Podcast. I'm Allie, your host for the Sex Relationship Podcast that discusses love and sexual topics. In case you don't know who I am, I'm a sex relationship expert who's the creator of Out of Body Ecstasy, which is a personal energy method using dreams, astral travel, or telepathy to enhance your romantic life, no matter if you're in a relationship or if you're flying solo. I'm also the Ask the Sex Coach for Ambiance, a store for lovers here in Northeast Ohio. And soon I'll be writing a column for a local paper about Northeast Ohio's romantic locations. Now, previously I ran an erotic audio company for women called Whispers Media, where I wrote the audio script, did toy reviews, and sex Q&A. At that same time, I was also the sex expert for the L Word online world in Second Life. Now, besides this show, I also co-host a sex relationship show called... The Passion Zone on Sunday nights from 6 6.30 p.m. on Blog Talk. And I also have the Alley Thief Show on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, to find out more about yours truly and the services that I offer, please visit AlleyThief.com. Now, today is Monday, May 14, 2012. Thanks for stopping by and giving me a listen to. There has been a change to the podcast. I am no longer doing questions. Although, you know, if you have them <laughs> uh, and I get enough of them in, I may start that back up again. But until that point in time, I'm going to be doing two topics in every podcast, one that centers around love, one that centers around sex. If you have a topic you'd like me to cover for either love or sex, send me an email to alleypeace at yahoo.com and let me know what that topic is. Now, a quote of the week was once said by Ilka Chase, and they once said, The only people who never fail are those who never try. And I think that quote is fantastic not only for life in general, career, job, whatnot, but for love. You know, and I don't think there's any failures in love. I think there's lessons learned and reasons to be together. But again, you know, unless you get out there and put yourself out there, you, you can't love. So that's why I'm here. Uh, those of you who give me feedback on iTunes, I greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to, and I would like for you to, <laughs> please do. We can connect many different ways. We get Twitter, Allie Thies, Facebook, Allie Thies Friends, Pinterest, Love Amore, YouTube, Amore Videos, and Google Plus, Allie Thies. Uh, you can also find links to all that on AllieThies.com. Now, the Amore Workshop, I uh, had the last one last Wednesday talking about uh, how to take date one to take date two and beyond. Taking the summer off, we'll be back in September with some brand new topics. I will tell you about that then. I'll have some webinars coming up. OBE Sex is tonight. Telepathic Sex, May 14th. Dream Sex is May 21st. Astral Sex is June 4th. And Love Magic is May 23rd. To find out more about all of the above, please visit AllieThies.com. Now, the love topic of the week. Yes, five tips for a successful first date. You know, a lot of us, myself included because I do date, uh, go on a first date, but you know, it never makes it to date two, ever. It's like, what the hell's going on? So here are five tips for you to take your date one to date two. Make eye contact. Yes, that means make eye contact with your date. Look at them as they talk. <laughs> now, don't stare at them in a creepy stalker type of way. That's that's just too weird. But make eye contact. Okay, number one. Number two, minimal info. Your date does not need to know your entire life story while you're sitting there. Yes, and that includes all your exes because we all got them. Don't talk about them. Minimal information. You want to give them the, the surface knowledge? 
you know, interesting surface knowledge, so that they want to go on a second or third date to find out what's underneath that surface knowledge. Okay? So two, minimal info. Three, when they talk to you, oh, listen. Yeah, yeah, use those ears. Listen to what they're saying. And please find it interesting. Even if you don't find it interesting, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's like, eh, maybe a 4. But still listen. Provide feedback. Provide comments. It's called conversation. Okay? Four, be yourself. Oh, yeah. And you know how many people go out there and try to impress that first date thinking they're all that? And they're really not? You know? Well, you know what? You really are all that in your own unique way. Be unique. It's like I... There's many times I'm on a first date, and my dates never made a date, too. So I had somebody suggest to me, Al, why don't you just, you know, don't tell them what you do for a living. You know, be be the logical, scientific self and be, you know, just that part of you. Don't be all of you, at least not right off the bat. Well, you know what, you know, that's not me. <laughs> I am who I am. I am scientific. I am logical. I am also obviously very metaphysical and spiritual. I am both sides of the same damn coin. So when I am in a first date, I will be myself. Because let me tell you something. And this would go with anyone, myself or you know, if I was on a date with somebody. If you're showing me something about your life, and granted, first date, just surface knowledge. But then I find out on date I don't know, three, four, whatnot, or maybe way down the line, that what you told me to begin with really is a bunch of bullshit. I tell you what, when I find out that you've been BSing me and that you, you are not whom you claim to be, you are out that door. And I would, ex- I would expect that for myself, you know, as well. If I was given somebody BS information, I would expect myself to be out that door once they discovered who I am. So that's why I have to provide, even on the surface, the logical side of me and the metaphysical side of me. Okay? They need to know both. They need to know what I do for a living. Although they don't need to know all the nitty gritty. They just need to know what I do and go on from that. Trust me, being a sex relationship coach with a metaphysical twist, it's a conversation starter. So I can tell right away if it's someone I want to have a second conversation with or not. So, four, be yourself. Five, be respectful. Not only be respectful to your date, but be respectful to everybody who's helping you have a successful date. Whether it's the servers, the bartenders, the maitre d', the hostess, the person who takes your tickets at the movies, um, you know, the per- the valet who parks your car. Be respectful. Because let me tell you, the person you're with, they're going to notice that. Okay, so be respectful. Those are the five tips. Make eye contact, minimal info, listen, be yourself, and be respectful. Five very simple tips for a first successful date. Got it? Got it. Okay. Now, on AllieThieves.com, I wrote about sex on the first date last week. Uh, Ten reasons why date two never happens. (laughs) So ten foo-paws that people do. Uh, for the Bliss members, I read about Zodiac Punch. It's a spell. And I put updates on all the radio shows. So I have lots of stuff. Please check it out. 
Now the sex topic of this week is three quick ways to increase your libido. That is the number one complaint I hear. Number one, hands down, complaint, I have no sex drive. I have no libido. My partner really wants to have sex and I just, I could care less. I'd rather, you know, rearrange my recipe cards or go on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. <laughs> the number one procrastinator in, in, in all of the land. Um, you go on Facebook, you get lost. Before you know it, time slips by and uh, you know, so can your relationship. So, three quick ways to increase your libido. Number one, decrease your SSRI meds. For those of you who are on depression and anxiety medication, which is about at last count, uh, God, I think I heard 90 million people are on these drugs. Um, they kill your sex drive. They kill it. Dead. Boom. Gone in the water. Okay. Now, I know a lot of people need SSRIs, anxiety meds, to um, function. You need to work with your doctor immediately to either decrease the dosage of SSRI meds or switch to a different type of pill, something. Now, they will all, all of them, will kill your libido. But depending on how much you're taking and how often you're taking it will... Um, determine how much every libido you can get back. And even a small smidget is better than nothing. So one way, decrease your SSRI meds, but of course you need to talk to your doctor. You can never, and I can't stress this point enough, you can never just stop taking SSRI meds, depression, anxiety meds. You cannot stop cold turkey, ever, 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 ever. You slowly decrease taking those meds. So please, I can't stress that enough, talk to your doctor. Okay, two, masturbation. Yes, but you're like, Al, I don't have libido even to play with myself. Well, you know what? Everybody has something, something that turns them on. Even a small tidbit, something. Whether it's, you know, for Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, you know, Everybody has something. It could be, you know, the guy you see at the office. It could be, it doesn't have to be your spouse or your partner. Something, somewhere that turns you on. A TV actor, a movie actor, a singer, um, <laughs> I don't know, uh, your boss, um, your coworker, your next door neighbor, an ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, lover that you haven't seen about forever. It doesn't matter whom it is. Allow yourself some time and fantasize about them. If you allow yourself some moments to fantasize, not all at once, but during the day, a little bit here, a little bit there, you don't have to telepathically connect. I'm not talking about OBE at all. I'm talking about actual fantasizing. Allow, allow yourself to drift off and think about them and see their hunkiness or their great body or their fantastic tits, their firm butt. doesn't matter. Let yourself drift. You do that a little bit here, a little bit there during the day, and then allow yourself later on, maybe after your kids are in bed, your spouse is watching TV, something or another. Allow yourself some time to be alone for masturbation. And if you have fantasized periodically throughout the day, getting yourself turned on to climax with masturbation won't take you very long. 
It's not like you're starting at square one and working your way up to an orgasm. So if you're working yourself through the day and you masturbate, it could be if you want to do it once a day, if you want to do it every other day, once a week, doesn't matter. But as soon as you start doing that, as soon as you start masturbating and getting that sexual energy, that libido moving, it increases your libido overall. But you've got to start someplace. Okay? And then number three. Uh, for those of you who like to practice spiritual methods, um, if you imagine an orange energy ball sitting in front of your sacral chakra, which is uh, two inches below your belly button, um, imagine an orange ball kind of, you know, just hanging out, saying hi, hey, how you doing? And imagine that orange ball being pushed through into your sacral chakra, feel it go through your body, out the back chakra, have it hover there for a couple seconds, and then back through again. And shove that energy ball through several, several times. Um, and the more you do it, the faster it goes. It's more important that you feel the energy being pushed through your body as opposed to seeing the energy in your mind being passed through your body. So imagine the orange ball sitting there and, and pushing through. Okay, and do that maybe for five minutes and then work your way up as time goes on and that will increase your libido tenfold because orange believe it or not is the color for sex is the color for the sacral chakra that regulates sex not only does that sacral chakra regulate your libido your sexual energy it also regulates creativity so for those of you who are creative and you find yourself uh, hitting a brick wall get that sacral chakra going Believe it or not, the more your libido's in gear, the more your creativity is in gear. If you look back at all the the famous people who are extremely creative, they have very high sex drives. There's a reason for that. It's all intertwined in the same. So, three quick ways to increase your libido. Talk to your daughter and decrease your SSRI meds. Two, masturbation. Three, the orange ball and the sacral chakra. You can do one, you can do two, you can do all three depending on the person. Now, deal of the week. Five questions. Yes, send me five questions. I'll give it back to you via email or MP3, depending on what you want, for $44.95. Yes, indeed you do. So send me an email to allythees at yahoo.com. Deal of the week, five questions, $44.95. I'll send you a PayPal invoice. You pay, we set it up, and there you go. It's all set. Until we connect again, guys, I hope you have a fantastic week. Don't forget, on the Alley Thieves show tomorrow, Holly Vincent will be on board on Thursday. Yes, on Thursdays, I forgot to mention this. Every once in a while, I'm going to have a free-for-all on the Alley Thieves show, which means you can call in, text, you know, send me a text, if you know my, my cell phone number, or go in the chat room and send me questions about anything. It doesn't have to be a strictly love or sex. It can be about spiritual matters. It can be career, job, money, um, angels, guides, the universe, um, law of attraction. Um, you know, bring it on. That's on Thursday. So again, you guys have yourself a fantastic week. Until we connect again, have fun. Take care.